Hi everyone, my name's Steve Tudor and welcome to 30 Random Questions, the pod that takes a deep dive into the soul of a 9320 contributor and finds out what makes them tick, what excites and inspires them, who are they? Next up on our interrogation rack we have Howard, a keen aficionado of Taskmaster and homemade curries, a blue to his bones and an all-round good egg. But which band would he like to see forever banished from the pantheon of rock and roll? And what's his greatest ever achievement? <laughs> let's let's see. Hi, Howard. <laughs> you there? Yeah. Good morning, Stay. Good morning to you. Uh, how are you feeling about this? Uh, wondering why I put my hand up when you asked for volunteers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but... I've really enjoyed the other ones, but <laughs> but that's perhaps how I should have left it, listening to other people give their answers. Yeah. That is my response when everyone has volunteered. Like, oh, really? Okay, good. Well, I have suggested that we finish off the series with you answering the questions, yeah. but you seem to have gone quiet on that one. So I've kind of answered some of them in yeah, part well, anyway. So. We'd have to find 30 new ones. So. Oh, crap. All right. Well, yeah, no, fair enough. Think sense. about it, yeah. Okay. All right. Reluctantly, maybe. Um, <laughs> before we begin some housekeeping, you'll be asked 30 questions of which you can refuse to answer only one. And if you do so, it will be replaced by a devilish other inquiry. Mostly your answers will be accepted and we'll simply move on. But the question master reserves the right to ask follow-up inquiries if deemed necessary or appropriate. Are you happy to start, sir? As happy as I will be at any point. So <laughs> Then we'll start where we always start, which is the opening question of when and where were you at your happiest? Ooh. This is very... When you've asked others, it's got me thinking very deep and philosophical, that, mm, because... Good, good. I think the, ans- the cruel way of life is the happiest times are probably earlier in your life, and yeah. the cruelty is you don't know you're at your happiest then. <laughs> yes. So I'd absolutely, absolutely say my childhood was nice, normal, settled, and it was probably then, because you didn't have all the... I'll just be telling you about <laughs> all the crap that life throws at all of us, mm. especially as in the last few years. You don't have that to face. But I would, I think, say university, so from like the ages of... I mean, I didn't really like school. I didn't hate it, but the fact of going in and having to learn stuff every day, considering that I have got really good grades and stuff, is because I used to cram right. uh, revision into the last days before an exam. I was very good remembering stuff for a few days to get really good grades, but I didn't really enjoy learning. I really preferred sixth form because you felt like an adult for the first time. And mm. I, so I'd probably say, even though it is childhood, really, any part of it maybe six to ten something like that i'd say university years i absolutely loved so so much because to, um... the first two weeks i went away from home i was like oh my god i want to go back home to my parents and then something clicked and it was like i'm an adult and independent mm. i'm like and everything changed then and it was just the best three years ever just like, it got was away Leeds, with absolute it? murder <laughs> yeah you know, drank the diet was terrible the social life was just relentless and honestly, I was in tears when we all left one by one. You know, on yeah. the last day ever, it was one of the worst days of my life, I felt. Cause I thought, oh my God, I'm going to have to be a proper adult now and would get a job and do stuff like that. And I think those were the best three years, definitely. 
it was at Leeds. Is yeah, that it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry to go kind of deep and, and heavy uh, right at the top, but you mentioned that you had a normal childhood. I too had a normal childhood. Uh, are you the same as me, where as you get older, you increasingly start to appreciate that fact, realizing that not everyone was so lucky? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, I think the most luck, the luckiest thing of all is to be a child before the social media age. Yeah. I just, yeah. I know technology's moved on and you've got better things here and there, but I think it was the best time to be a child, really. Mm. Health, you know, health was better. <laughs> you know, life expectancy was better. It was the dawn of computers, so I was getting my first computer, then a spectrum, and then, and you <laughs> played outside, so that was normal, that I'd just go out by myself, meet my friends and play outside. There was no social media. I sit, you know, as part of my work, I sit in a lot of school governor meetings, mm. and it's the post-COVID world is terrible on the mental health for children. It's really tough times, and it was. I think just 80s, 90s, it was just the perfect time to grow up, really, and I think you really, really do appreciate it more and more nowadays, definitely. Yeah. Um, if Manchester City didn't exist, who would you be a supporter of? Manchester United. Yep, fair That's enough. what my dad's in Manchester United support, yeah. so... Same. I mean, as I was, when I was young, you would take me to... So it's casual supporter he was, of course. I say, of course, you know, he's perfectly entitled to be. He's not one rabid that my, you know, the bloodline will continue. <laughs> and my, <laughs> my family as a whole is split, you know, between blue and red. But he'd take me as a youngster to Bury as well, uh, to City and United, and I chose City. I can't remember why. I don't think of... I like going to Gig Lane a lot. You know, it's a bit more real and you get to the front and be close to the players and all that sort of thing. But I'm pretty sure I obviously would have chosen United. Hmm. Well, fair. I appreciate your honesty. And I think probably the same goes for me as well because my dad was also a United fan and took me to Old Trafford. Um, what food item would you refuse to eat even if cooked by a Michelin-starred chef? <laughs> uh, I don't know if... You- say they're cooked to be honest but there's one thing that everyone that knows me knows I detest and that's olives horrible rabbit dropping like (laughs) olives can get straight in the bin do you if given a choice between a green and um what's your one like what would you call it a purple one purple dark dark purple black I don't know if they're called black olives black uh, black olives yeah so would you do you have a preference between the two or they both rank yeah, green are the more palatable. Look, I've so many friends say, just keep eating them and you'll like them. And I mm. always, if they're in a restaurant, <laughs> I will have one. I will always have one. And I am now, I can now have a green one without you know, being nauseous. And I think they're almost average now. But why do I have to work to like yes. something when yeah. I like virtually every other food on the planet? <laughs> I, don't need, I don't need to put the hard work in to to conquer this very last thing. I just yeah. don't want to eat them. They're nasty. I guess the only other thing, like, cooking-wise, I don't think there is anything else. I mean, have I offal before? I think there's some animals that are just, like... There are parts of animals that some cultures eat absolutely... Mm. I don't know, yeah. I mean, you've seen restaurants... I've seen people eating on these travelling, like, bull's testicles and stuff like that. And the sort of stuff they have to stick in the mouth, and I'm a celebrity. Yeah, I'd probably draw the line there, to be honest. So. 
Well, spoiler alert, we may be getting to that very shortly. Um, <laughs> what is the oddest way you have accidentally hurt yourself? Uh, wow. I've never had a serious injury, but I am the clumsiest person in right. the world. So I was, one, basically I tried to fix a boiler whilst the, the wiring was live and got thrown across a room. And <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> I didn't hurt myself, but a plumber came in, or Geica says, you should be dead. He actually said it to me, you should be dead. What on earth were you thinking of? I was like, I don't know, to be honest. <laughs> I'd seen this video that there was a switch at the back, that if you could just flick it back, it might turn the boiler back on. But I hadn't turned any of the energy off. Anyway, I think the one that sticks to mind is I was like chopping, I was cooking once, I was watching the bill, I remember it was the bill, <laughs> and I was slicing a coconut block for curry. Mm. And I wasn't. I was watching the TV, not the block, and I just sliced my finger basically. Uh, but then decided, oh, it'll clear. I just put some tissue around it, and it was still bleeding about sixteen hours later. So I was at work, and my colleague went, "You know what? I think I'd better take you to hospital." <laughs> to be honest, so that was the most stupid one. Slight trying to cut something with a sharp knife when you're not even looking at what you're cooking is pretty stupid, to be honest. So. Agreed. Agreed. If you could nominate one Premier League footballer to be our Prime Minister, who would you choose? Prime Minister? Oh, Jack Greeley should be great fun. Oh, superb choice. Because he'd have to be British, wouldn't he, by constitutional law? Um, uh, I don't know. I know in America you have to be born, you know, don't you, to be president, you have to well, be born in a country. Boris Johnson is, I guess, American because he was born in New York, so maybe you don't have to be don't over think here. You'd have to, you'd have, to have right, citizenship. Okay. I don't think you'd have to be, no. I mean, okay. you'd have to have citizenship, so yeah, I assume, obviously, players like Rodri or whatnot won't have taken up citizenship. There's no reason to. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, I want to be sensible going Marcus Rashford, but Jack Greeley should be a hell of a lot more fun. <laughs> and he's got a great conscience as well, so yeah, yeah. I'm all for that. So. Yeah. Imagine him, number 10, a Gucci shoot. <laughs> Champagne will be flowing anyway. <laughs> yes. Who are the most overrated band or who is the most overrated singer in the history of music? Oh, man. I should have... I've heard this on previous ones. I should have given it some thought, shouldn't I? <laughs> uh, there's two that spring... To, oh, there's one that will really annoy... Lead with that one, go on. No, I'll lead with... Honestly, there's certain areas of music I don't understand at all or don't like, but I won't say anyone's overrated, so obviously it won't surprise anyone. You can't really get my expert opinion on hip-hop or rap and don't speak to me about jazz at all. Mm. But I, honestly, I don't think there's that many of them, oh my God, they're terrible, I just don't listen to them because they're not my type of music. But I think one that stands out, I don't quite get the, the global phenomenon, maybe I need to listen to more, is U2. Okay. I, do, I mean, they've had some uh, some of their early stuff. You, th- you know, like, we all know like some br- a few brilliant songs, but I don't get the size. The other one, dare I say it, is The Fall. Yeah, yeah. And the Marmite Band. I yeah. I can't get past the band where the singer can't sing, and but I think I may be a bit biased by what I know about Marquis e. Smith as a person, mm. and I've effing hate what I've heard about him, and maybe that 
leaks into what I think of as a band, but I've listened to bits and I just don't get them. And that yeah. well, that is the fall low in a way, I guess. Like, yeah, I would think they're amazing or not. And I will give them another listen at some point. Maybe it'll click one day. But I don't like him as a human being. The yeah, way but he treated I mean, people was horrible. And I just, yeah, I'd happy to put them as, as my choice, to be honest. So. You see, this is kind of one of my bugbears, very much related to what you were talking about earlier with Olives, where, you know, you shouldn't have to go back and give them a listen and, and, and really work your way into liking music. I don't believe, anyway, some, some do. So if I listen to a band and their hard work, no, well, I'll just move yeah, on. Yeah, but some bands are very accessible. Like you hear a song the first time and some, like, after 10 times, you get it. So they're not all as accessible as others. And may I've probably not listened to enough to give that expert opinion on the floor. So maybe it's worth me just giving a couple of hours just to be sure. Who knows? Maybe I'm yeah. missing out on something I've not realised. Unlikely Better as that may be. Yeah. Um, Liverpool stopped being a dominant force in English football when they introduced the back pass law. Agree or disagree? Ooh, I don't uh, have the knowledge of the dates. It, it pretty much was kind of if the, identical. 1990, I think it was, or was it 91 around that time when, when the law came in? I'm going to go agree then. Okay. I actually think, imagine if they brought it back now. Pet would probably love that because no one would ever get the ball off City again, would they? Now, <laughs> <Yes. laughs> having Edison there, does it really make that much difference? It's not as if he can't pass it to someone when it goes back to him. So, uh, yeah, why not? I I feel I'm guessing somewhat, but I'm going to go with agree, yeah. Okay. What is the least amount of money? Here's that I'm a celeb question. The least amount of money you would accept to swallow a live worm? Uh, well, there's an issue here that I have a really bad gag, gag reflex. reflex. Yeah, I was thinking that when I put the question together. So I would, I hate to go to a dentist, not because of the drills and all, well, and that horrible liquid to make you swill at the end, which I'm sure last happened 25 years ago. Hmm. Uh, it's not that, it's the fact having yeah, someone's hands <laughs> groping around my mouth will make me gag, and I've paid a fortune for sedation in the past. Right, uh, and it's brilliant. I, I recommend it to anyone. Like uh, to be sedated whilst you have dental work is worth every penny. It's uh, joyous. That's never even. That's genuinely never even occurred to me in the past. I, you're I'm awake. Not... You're awake, but the gag right. reflex goes, and you don't really remember what happened, which right, okay. led to loads of jokes when I got back to the office that I won't go into. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what it's like. It never occurred to me as an option. I'm, I'm not particularly scared of dentists, but I've, I have undergone work where you think, "Oh, Jesus, this is." I'm not looking forward to this at all. I literally I'm, can't. I can't have that tube. I can't do it. I will gag. I've gagged when I've cleaned my teeth sometimes. So that really puts the amount up. But then again, I don't, I'm not. That's really having the space invaded rather than having eat something disgusting. Would it have the yeah. same effect? I mean, Lloyd's answer was just weird. <laughs> What was it, like 10 quid or something? Tw- I think it's 20. 20. Oh, right, sorry. I don't mean a disservice there. Uh, a live worm? I mean, if can you swallow it whole so you didn't have to taste it? That's the thing, yeah. No gag reflex is required, just swallow it whole. To be honest, I'd need to know the precise dimensions of the worm first. <laughs> is it um, long? It's, is it's... it short? Thanks for listening to the first 15 minutes of the show. To listen to the full podcast and all our contents, including reviews, previews, analysis, quizzes, and much more, 
go to 9320.com to sign up now or simply click the link in the description. So what are you waiting for? Go to 9320.com now for the best, most passionate, impartial coverage of Manchester City and beyond.